morning and welcome to the broadcast today. I'm Pastor Jeff Shreve. I'm the pastor at First Baptist Church in Texarkana, Texas, and the founder of From His Heart Ministries, heard every weeknight on American Family Radio at 6 p.m. Central Time. Well, the scripture says in Psalm 61, verse 6, uh, it's the Psalm of David. It says, for the choir director on a stringed instrument, hear my cry, O God, give heed to my prayer. From the end of the earth I call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. We have in the studio today a man who is very gifted on stringed instruments. He is a very accomplished fiddle player, mandolin player, and guitar player. He's won four Grammys for his ability on uh, a stringed instrument on the fiddle. And uh, he played with Ricky Skaggs for many, many years. He's in the studio with his beautiful wife, Rachel. And Andy Lefwich, we welcome you to the broadcast today. Thank you, Brother Jeff. It's great to be with y'all. Well, uh, I was reading up on you, and we have a mutual friend, Doyle Dykes. And so I was reading that uh, six years old, you started playing the fiddle. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Now, was that a a love at first sight? Yeah, it was, actually. Uh my dad had uh, played the guitar and the banjo and loved music and had a, a friend of his that he worked with that played the fiddle. And uh, I guess one day he lost his fiddling buddy. to He had to move to another state for another job. And uh, so dad uh, put a fiddle in my hands. Um, and I just immediately loved the sound of playing music with dad. He would play guitar and I would play the fiddle. And and so we, we would do that uh, every night when I was a kid. That was always a, a time I looked forward to at the end of the day. Yeah. Now, that's a difficult instrument. You play a lot mm-hmm. of stringed instruments. Uh, I think people would say fiddle, violin, that's, that's one of the harder ones. It is. I, I try, to, try not to discourage folks that uh, want to try to learn the fiddle or the violin, but it, it, there's so much technique involved with it that it's it's different than a, a guitar or a mandolin that just you know sits in your lap and it's it's a little bit easier to hold. But you know, violin requires a little bit more attention to those those details with uh, uh, technique and uh, posture and all that. You know, so you have to. Well, we've found in in uh, our music program at the church, it's it's not hard to find a guitar player. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to find a, a violin player, a good violin player. And I know we talked off camera, violin and fiddle, it's the same instrument, correct? Same instrument, yes, sir. It's okay. uh, all in, I guess it all depends on where you're from. <laughs> Down yeah. here in the south, you know, we'll call it a fiddle. and um, But when I travel north, I, I usually call it a violin. <laughs> yes, so. and a viola is just like a bigger violin? Yes, yeah, it's uh, a little bit more uh, bigger of an instrument, uh, has a lower string, um, and, uh, you know, you've got the, the, the violin, the viola, the cello, and the double bass. And so okay. uh, the, the, I never did try to do the viola because it was a little bit longer scale. So it kind of threw off my, oh, okay. my left hand a little bit. So okay. I, How about cello? Can you play that? No, sir. I never spent any time trying to learn the cello. Yeah. Um, but I, I admire guys who can. Okay. So growing up, you, you're playing pretty much just violin or are you playing guitar and other things too? So I started on the fiddle when I was six years old, and my dad took me to a fiddle contest. And uh, down here in the South region, you've got, you know, state competitions uh, in Georgia, you know, Alabama, Mississippi, uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, and even Indiana and some places there. At those fiddle contests, what was so good for me was that I would meet 
kids my own age that were way better than me and that could play multiple instruments. Mm -hmm. And so that inspired me to want to play the mandolin. And so when I was 12 years old, I picked up the mandolin and then uh, uh, shortly after that picked up the guitar and I enjoyed competing uh, in multiple uh, categories. And, uh, and just like any kid, you know, that's competitive, you know, you want to try to get better so you can beat your friends. Yeah. <laughs> so how cool. Yeah. And so, okay, 15 years old, Mm -hmm. Then you get your big break with Ricky Skaggs? Well, actually, I was 19. 19, okay. Yes, sir. Okay. I, I was 15 when I started playing professionally with a, a lady named Valerie Smith okay. and uh, played in her band for a few years. And then um, when I was 19, met Mr. Skaggs, and um, he was looking for, I guess, a younger guy that could kind of come in and take over for um, an older gentleman that had been playing for him for years. His name was Bobby Hicks, legendary fiddle player in the bluegrass community, and uh, so it just, uh, it was a total God thing that, that we were able to meet and, and, um, uh, I joined his band when I was 19. And then by, I think after about the, a year and a half, Mr. Hicks had left the band. And so kind of passed the torch to me in that yeah. uh, position. And, um, you know, it was a great honor and was there for about 15 years. Wow. So. Okay. In those early days, how nervous are you getting before a, a show? Pretty nervous, yeah. Um, I mean, you're when they do fiddle solos, it's it's you, and you better not mess up, right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, especially working for a guy like like uh, Ricky because he plays everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, he he could literally take any of our instruments and show us up on it. I mean, he's oh, an wow. incredible musician, and so you can't get away with much um, when playing with uh, somebody like Ricky, and so. Uh, and the great thing about that that job is it kept you on your toes. Um, you know, uh, Ricky was uh, he didn't um, he didn't require perfection, but he almost demanded it. You know, just from his his statue and and uh, and how great he was, and you wanted to do a perfect job. Right. So when you were 15, going pro, and you're on the road, uh, what is that like for a 15 year old kid? It's a it's a new experience, uh, definitely. Um, still had to finish high school, and I was not, you know, I, I went to public school and uh, missed just about every Friday and Mondays of uh, of the weeks. But my teachers and principal, you know, worked with me, and as long as I kept up my grades, you know, I, they were fine with that. And uh, so lots of homework on the road and trying to go down the road and do math tests, you know, oh, gosh. Uh, with hitting potholes and bumps in the road is not easy. And yeah. so. Um, but, you know, thankfully I got through it and, um, graduated in 2000 and was kind of praying about where to, what to do about college and didn't, didn't know what to go to college for. I just knew that music was the only thing I was good at and like wanted to do. Uh, and then I met Ricky at 19. So I decided to go to Ricky Skaggs university instead. And, uh, so <laughs> it took me 15 years to graduate. <laughs> yeah. Well, you learned a lot of lessons there though. I did. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, good. Okay, so uh, people think that being on the road, you know, folks from the outside looking in, oh, how glamorous, how wonderful. Uh, it's not like that at all, is it? No, sir, it's not. It, it, to, even to this day, it surprises me how much people have the wrong idea uh, about, you know, traveling and, and music. Playing music is the, that's that's the fun part. Right. You know, it's, it's the everything in between is that, you know, getting up at 4.30 in the morning to... Uh, catch a flight and uh, lack of sleep and um, obviously being away from home and um, you know the inconsistent schedules it's 
it's it's work and um you know the the joy of that is getting getting a chance to play in front of folks and and meet folks and uh make new friends all over the country and all over the world really and um uh, so yeah it's not it's not what you not what you think no the the idea that that's that's just so glamorous and all they see you Mm -hmm. up on the stage and they think well that's just wonderful but they don't realize all of that goes into getting there. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Th- I think the travel would beat most people to death. Yeah. Uh, it's not for the weak at heart, no, for sure. No, especially yeah. with all the COVID stuff and mm-hmm. what you have to do with airlines. And we, uh, we're in Nashville today uh, for the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, and that's, a, that's about an eight-hour drive for me from mm-hmm. Texarkana. But I'd rather drive it than, than yeah. fly just because then I'm in control and— I'm not wearing a mask Amen. and all yes, that sir. stuff. I, I totally agree. So, yeah. so Rachel, uh, do you travel with Andy when he goes uh, out and about? Yes, sir. Most of the time I do now. Um, when he was on the road with uh, Ricky, I was at home, and I actually worked for Ricky, too, in his office. So we say we met in college. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, um, but now that we're kind of doing a little more ministry stuff, we're, we get to go together most of the time. So well, that would make it a lot more fun. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot more easier for me, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, that is great. Well, we're talking to Andy and Rachel Lefwich, and Andy is very, very gifted on stringed instruments, and he's going to play a little bit in the next segment on his uh, guitar and on his fiddle. He brought both of those in, so you don't want to go away. This is going to be a great and encouraging broadcast, and so we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. The following are real-life stories from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt. I used my credit cards as a source of income. It was not a good situation. I couldn't pay my bills. The interest on the cards was really high. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relieved. They contacted all of our creditors, and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000. We're doing a lot better. Please pick up the phone and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. It's a godsend. We're debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. That's 1-800-788-1813. Here's Pastor Jeff Shreve with From His Heart Ministries. Think how different your life would be if you really believed that you, little old you, were a person whom Jesus loves. You let that settle in your heart and it blows you away every time you think about it. Wow. Discover how to have a life that really matters. Join Pastor Jeff Shreve on From His Heart, weeknights at 6 Central, here on American Family Radio. Friendships is looking for full-time volunteer men and women who are serious about serving God, investing time in rewarding work, and helping people in need around the world. There is no charge to serve. Room and board are provided. A willing heart and a desire to work as part of a team are the primary skills required. 
Check out the opportunities at friendships.org or email portmercy at friendships.org. That's portmercy at friendships.org. Hi, and welcome back to the broadcast. Pastor Jeff Shreve here. I'm talking to Andy and Rachel Lefwich. Andy is a very uh, skilled musician and uh, played with Ricky Skaggs for many, many years, played the fiddle. He also plays the mandolin. He also plays the guitar. And Andy and Rachel are out on their own now, and they are making music together, beautiful music. And Andy uh, gave me two CDs. One is Instrumental Hymns. And the other is called In Christ Alone, where Rachel does the vocals. She has a beautiful voice, and, uh, and Andy does the instrumental. So, Andy, uh, you have your gu- guitar there. Can you uh, play a little bit of Love to. Yes, something sir. that uh, really well, ministers to you? Yes, sir. On the way up here this morning, we listened to uh, your, your um, uh, sermon on uh, Where is the God of Justice? Oh, and uh, okay. that was uh, wonderful. And so oh, thank you. we were talking in the car. Well, let's sing this song if we, if, if we, if we sing something. And um, I love the message of that, of that sermon. And, uh, you know, through COVID and all the, the, the confusing that's, confusion that's going on right now, um, you know, it's, uh, I'm thankful that no matter what happens, God is always faithful and true. Amen. And, um, and so one of the things I thought about was I know the sun's going to come up in the morning because of thousands of years of it coming up in the morning. Right. Uh, I know God's going to be faithful and true because he's always been faithful and true. And so when I'm confused, I don't know what's coming. I'm, um, I can rest on the promises of God and I can, uh, I can look at the past where he's been faithful and true in my life. And so uh, we worked this song up for the, for the new record uh, written by my friend Stephen Curtis Chapman, who is mm-hmm. uh, uh, one of the, uh, in my opinion, one of the greatest songwriters, singers, and musicians out there. And so sure love his heart and uh, the songs that he writes. And so this is... Um, Uh, My Redeemer. As I look back on this road I've traveled, I've seen so many times he's carried me through. One thing that I've learned in this life, my Redeemer is faithful and true. My Redeemer is faithful and true. And everything He has said He will do. And every morning His mercies are new. Rejoices when I read the promise. There is a place that I'm preparing for you. I know one day I'll see my Lord face to face, cause my Redeemer is faithful and true. My Redeemer is faithful and true. And everything He has said He will do. 
great song that's on the in christ alone cd yes my redeemer is faithful and true and where can they get this andy well it's available in all digital platforms um itunes uh, spotify apple music and um and so forth and uh, and also you can uh go to andyleftwich.com and find it there um and uh yeah, so in this day and age, it's, uh, you know, usually digital downloads are the way to go. Right. But if you'd like a physical copy, you can go to our website and order one. Amen. Okay, so when did the Lord become, as you sing, my Redeemer's faithful and true? When did he become your Redeemer? So I was nine years old and uh, grew up, uh, and uh, my grandparents would take me to church every Sunday. And um, I was... Uh, uh, my grandmother, there was never a time that my grandmother did not talk to me about Jesus and faith, and and I never not believed, but I never realized that I needed to make him my personal Savior until I was nine years old. Sitting in Sunday school, our Sunday school teacher was talking about receiving the Lord and um, as your as your Savior and inviting him into your heart, inviting the Holy Spirit into your heart, and and um, and giving your life to Jesus. and And I remember at nine years old, I. Um, it wasn't so much that I was afraid of going to hell. It was more, you know, I I'd know, I knew I had not uh, put my faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. I had not, uh, I just, I sort of had a head knowledge of the Lord. I didn't have a heart knowledge. And so, um, so I knew at uh, nine years old when my grandmother picked me up from, from Sunday school, I, I, you know, I told her, I said, I, I want to be saved. I want to receive the Lord into my heart. And so, um, brother, it was, uh, I mean, if I live to be a thousand, I'll never forget it. You know, uh, I can't tell you exactly what day it was on or, right. you know, what I was wearing or, you know, right. the details of it. But I just, I, I remember that moment being, um, uh, I, I was, I was aware that I had, that I needed the Lord Jesus. Right. And, um, and so I called upon him at nine years old and, and, uh, he's, he's been faithful and true ever since. Amen. So. And that can be harder sometimes when you're young. Yes. Because it's not like you have a life, boy, the Lord changed my right. life so much. And I was, yeah. I was, you know, stealing stuff at eight. Right. You, know, you yeah. don't have a lot of that. I came to Christ when I was 17. So I, there was a m- major change in mm-hmm. my life. And yes. so, but my kids, they were all younger. And so it, it's harder sometimes for, mm-hmm. for people like that. And they can doubt later on yes. in life. Yeah. Did that ever happen with you? Or Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, you know, when you're, I think a lot of kids that may have grown up in church or in a good Christian home, uh, they battle doubts 
whereas older or people that get saved at an older age that maybe have a life uh, of, of, of sin, you know, right. battle demons, you know, and it, right. you just, you have that, that, uh, that battle all the time and the devil doesn't want you to have peace and he wants you to always be confused. And, um, right. and so I, uh, I, I think what, what I, the only thing I can rest on is the word of God and the promises of what he, uh, of what God, you know, has in his word that, uh, that Bible is my, is my, um, is my spiritual birth certificate. It, it is, I can rest on the, the promises of God. And so when those doubts and fears come, mm-hmm. cause brother, I, I do not feel saved every day. Right. <laughs> you know, there's, there's times where I'm not faithful and true right. and I'm thankful that, uh, you know, what God started, he will finish and he is Amen. faithful and true even on those days I'm not. And Amen. so uh, I tell people that all the time, you know, that struggle with doubts. How do you know? It's cause he promised. Yes. Uh, first John chapter Two verse twenty-five. This is the promise that He Himself has made to us eternal life. Yes, and He is faithful and true, and so we can we can rest in that. Amen. Rachel, how about for you? Um, I was six years old when I got saved, and very similar story. We, I grew up in church, and so I had a head knowledge, and then I remember the day because my cousin was born that day. That's oh, that's okay. what how I can associate it. But um, my mom came into the room at bedtime to pray with me, and. Um, she said, you have a new cousin. And I, I don't know how the conversation, it just led into me asking her questions about the Lord and, um, and wanting to pray that night. It was sort of the first time I recognized my personal need. You know, like he was saying, you, 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 it's not that you didn't believe, it's just making it personal that you realized that you had a personal need for him yourself. Yes. And uh, so that's, that's the night I said, well, I want to do that right now. Right. <laughs> and so... Um, so that's, that's when it happened for me. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you grow in the word of God and you grow in, um, in truth and doctrine and, and, um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's something that, uh, I'm thankful that it, it's, it's, it's as simple that a kid can understand it. Right. But the complexity of it is, I mean, we'll spend a life, lifetime trying to, right. to understand it. Yeah. So. yeah and that's the amazing thing about God because he, He's knowable, mm-hmm. but he's he's unfathomable. Yeah. Yes. So it's I've I've said this before, and I'm right now currently in a series. I'm talking about heaven the next two weeks, but uh, I think in heaven uh, it's going to take forever for us to to comprehend God because I mean we know we'll know Him, but I just think there are just layers of God's character sure. and nature that you're just not going to be able to. Boom! I, right. I know everything about God. You're, you're not going to be able to do that, even in heaven, because He is so great. Amen. So that is awesome. Okay, so being in ministry together, uh, how? What kind of a struggle is that when you have, mm. when you're tired and when you're traveling and mm-hmm. those kinds of things? Because that's mm-hmm. another thing that people from the outside looking in. Oh, you guys just have the perfect marriage, and you never have a fight. No, we do. We really do. <laughs> 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 uh, no, it's a great question, and and I think it's a good it's a good point for any married couple to to understand uh, understand where the enemy likes to hit. Um, understanding that when you do get tired and and uh, when you're physically tired, brother, there's right. there's times where we we come off the road or we'll get in real late at night, and uh, and it's like the little bitty things you know start agitating each other, and and then all of a sudden it blows up into a big you know intense <laughs> moment of fellowship you know over something so stupid right um but for the hardest part i think rachel would agree is is just um 
anytime you take a stand for Jesus Christ, anytime you stick your neck out there, uh, just prepare to get get it. Try to get it. People are going to come at you at every angle. Right. And 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 probably in the innocency of their heart, trying to encourage you, or or maybe uh, maybe. I mean, I, I don't think an ill ill willed person has really tried to hurt us, but in the in the effort of trying to encourage us, they may say something really dumb and really stupid. Right. As a as a husband, as a man, it, it doesn't affect us that that bad. But as a lady, it's yes. a little bit different. And so that can be you know, constantly trying to you know keep her encouraged, and um, and then also with myself, it, it um, you know doing my best to to keep my walk with the Lord there. Amen. And, um, We're talking to Andy and Rachel Leftwich. Don't go away. Hello, I'm Gary Roby, host of Call to Worship, heard each Sunday on American Family Radio. This one-hour program will lead you in a special time of worship and praise. We will focus on God's Word, spoken, and in music. Call to Worship has a different topic each week as we glorify God together. Be sure to join us at 5 a.m. Central each Sunday for a Call to Worship right here on American Family Radio. AFR programming is now available on Alexa. You're joking, right? Nope, not joking. Seriously? Yep, this is not a drill. Wait a minute, no way. There's a way, the Alexa way. So if you just happen to miss your favorite shows, no worries. You can now listen to each podcast with Alexa. It's simple and it's free. Just visit AFR.net forward slash apps and click Alexa. We're not joking. Paul writes, when one part of the body suffers, we suffer together. This is Bible League International, and here's a very startling statistic. Every five minutes outside of America, a Christian is killed simply because they believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Let me give you some perspective. By the end of the average hour-long worship service in America on a Sunday, 12 Christians will die, again, simply because of their faith. Now listen, persecution is arguably the top issue facing the global church today. I'm not saying that death is affiliated with everything every case of persecution, but at Bible League, we know Christians who are singled out, targeted, monitored, threatened with death, even killed simply because of their faith. Listen, we can do something about it by sending exactly what they're praying for to persevere and endure, and that's God's Word at $5 a Bible, $100 sends 20 Would you pray about it and then make your most generous gift by calling 800-YES-WORD, 800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D, or give at sendbiblesnow.org, sendbiblesnow.org, and God bless you for You know, most tours of our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., don't include the spiritual heritage of our country, the Christian history of our nation, the people, the places, the events that God used to birth America. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. My friend, historian Stephen McDowell of the Providence Foundation, goes with us on these tours And he talks all along the way. He tells you about the people, the places, the events. And he does so from a Christian perspective. So you're invited to join us on one of these spiritual heritage tours in June and September. We also go to Williamsburg, Jamestown, and Yorktown on a separate tour if you want to do that as well. So for all the information, go to spiritualheritagetours.com. Again, simply the website spiritualheritagetours.com.
Hi, and welcome back to the broadcast. Pastor Jeff Shreve here, filling in for Dan Celia. We're talking to Andy and Rachel Lefwich. Andy is a four-time Grammy Award winner. He is a fiddle player, guitar player, and mandolin player extraordinaire. And he has his fiddle out right now. And I was asking him at the break, um, I'm not a super musical guy, but I do like the Orange Blossom special. And I asked him, I said, do you have that in your repertoire? And he told me that pretty much every bluegrass fiddle player has to know that song yes sir so yeah. andy could you bless us with that song i sure will i'll do my best it, it, it uh i don't have the, uh, the 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 guitar and the bass behind me to, to try it but uh, we'll try to make the song work for us this come is, alive yes come alive so this is the orange blossom special Great. Oh, trying to do that at 8.30 in the morning is not easy. <laughs> so, that is tremendous. Well, that's, that's one of those songs that you, you, you throw everything you know in the key of E. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, played that song a lot with um, uh, growing up as a kid. And uh, they always outlawed that song in contests because it was, a, it was considered a, a, too, too much of a showy song. Is that know? right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it's hard to play, yeah. right? It is, yes. Yeah. 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 Especially at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> I bet so. But, uh, oh, yeah. I, I, uh, Doyle Dykes, was, I was talking to him about some of his music, and mm-hmm. I was asking him about different songs, and he's like, yeah, that's, that one's pretty hard to play, and that one's pretty hard to play. You know, he writes most of his, and so yes. it's like he writes them hard. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, you did a tremendous job with that. Well. So how long did it take you to be able to play that? So you're, you're like a, a young phenom on the fiddle, right? And, and I, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I guess, I don't know. I mean, we, we had a, uh, I, I do know this when, when I was six years old, my dad entered me in my first fiddle contest and I came in last place, you know, okay. and, uh, and I cried all the way home. I was so distraught and upset. And you dad, weren't a six year old phenom. You were an right. older phenom, <laughs> a 10 year old. And so, yeah, my dad basically, you know, my, whereas today most parents would be like, oh, it's okay, son, you'll get them next time. My dad was like, no, I don't want to hear it. You weren't practicing. So you came in last place. And so it, it inspired me to want to practice and get better. And by the time I was nine, I uh, won the Tennessee state championship and, went on to win some other uh, championships and uh, competed for the next few years of my childhood and 
and it just um, you know, and you, just, you enjoyed the competition that didn't, yes. that didn't make you nervous like some people no, are like I, I gotta wait. go throw up yeah yeah I couldn't wait for it I'd, I would learn a, learn new tunes that week I'd work on them all week and we'd go somewhere and, and compete and so uh, when I won my first contest it just fueled the fire and and yeah. couldn't wait to, to enter another one and you know try to win and yeah you know beat the next guy <laughs> okay so tell me i was listening to a little uh, interview you did i uh, forget w- w- who it was with but they were talking about how you got on with ricky skaggs mm-hmm. and how unique it was the way he asked you to be in his band can you tell that story yeah um so when i i was invited to just go up to lexington kentucky ricky was playing at the lexington theater that night and uh, Ricky said, "Bring your fiddle, and you know, may may play some songs during sound check." And so, uh, so during sound check, we played through a few songs. And Ricky, I, he had asked me if I would play the show with him that night, and uh, gave me a list of the songs that you know he wanted me to play on. And thankfully, I knew all those songs. And sure, I'd love to. And then at the um, last, um, uh, at the last song before we we went back on for an encore and before we uh started playing it ricky got on the microphone and just said hey andy what are you doing for the next few years and stuck out his hand and shook my hand and hired me there on stage in front of a thousand people oh wow and uh, and so i was we got back on the bus later that night and i, I and you, just, you didn't know this was coming no sir i had no idea okay. and i just asked ricky i said was that for a show to kind of get a rise out of the audience or are you for real and he said the greatest thing to me um he said, no, sir. He said, we've been praying for you. And I melted. I just thought, that is so great. And Because uh, my heart at the time was, if I'm going to do this for a living, I need to, I need to be connected with a, with a man who loves the Lord, who right. um, is a Christian and, uh, and shares the same values that I would share. And so uh, it was just a perfect match. And, uh, and Ricky's a, a great, great friend, and I love him dearly. Yeah. So. How cool is that? Yeah. Okay, so tell about how you and Rachel met. Yeah, so we, we met my, I guess it was the second weekend I played the Grand Ole Opry with Ricky, and Rachel was there, and um, and I knew she was related to the family, I just didn't know how, and she's Ricky's niece, and uh, and so we met on the side of the Grand Ole Opry, uh, on the side stage of the Grand Ole Opry, so our, our story is a true country song. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'll let you tell that story. Oh, well, yeah, uh, yeah I was hanging out there with uh, my cousin, and my cousin was 12 at the time, and he was learning to play the fiddle, and he just thought Andy was just everything. Right. And so he was really excited for me to meet Andy. And um, so Andy comes off stage. They had just got done playing, and uh, Luke said, Rachel, have you met Andy? He's really cool. And, you know, he's got this high-pitched 12-year-old voice, and here Andy comes walking up. He says, hey, Andy, how's it going? <laughs> and, and so we, he introduced us, and we talked for, gosh, a while, and just hit it off, became instant friends. And She laughed at all my stupid jokes. Uh, I was like, he laughed at my stupid yeah. jokes. <laughs> yeah. Then four years later, we, we finally got together. It took but four years? Four, four years. years, yes. Yeah, you don't want to ask the boss's niece out on the second week of the job. No. <laughs> But so were you wondering why he's so slow? In oh that? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lord gave her plenty of grace, and uh, um, yeah, you know, when you're when you're nineteen, twenty years old, right? You know, you're you're just uh, you're just not smart. So <laughs> it happened when it was supposed to, I think. Yeah. So first yeah. date was what year? It was two thousand five. It was Valentine's Day, so no pressure. 
(laughs) But I think by then we knew, but we'd known each other so long we, and we'd fought it for so long. It was just like, okay, you're it, you know? And so when he, when he came and picked me up, it was just like instant, like that's your best friend. Yeah. You know, no. I forgot my wallet on that date oh, as well. No. And, um, Not the first date. Okay, she knows. Not Valentine's do, Day. But. No, that's when we went over here to Opry Mills. Oh, and that's right. Got that's pizza. Right. Okay, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so so you got married in two thousand six. Yes. All right. Yes, yeah. sir. Very good. So married life on the road. And you're not on the road right. initially. Right. So how long would you be gone in stretches? The good thing about Ricky's band uh, was that he liked to be home as well. So we would go for about two or three days at the most. Okay. And so basically every you know Friday and Saturday we'd be gone, occasionally a Thursday and occasionally a Sunday. But um, and then maybe once a year we'd go to Europe for a week or you know two weeks something like that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, would you so would you go with him on those kind of trips? No, sir. I was working at the time. I was working in Ricky's office, and so um, that was that was one good thing about it is we had the same boss. So yeah. um, even though we didn't work together, you know, daily, we still we were involved in the same things, and so it right. kept us kind of closely involved in each other's work and so that made it a little bit easier. Right. And then also the schedule was not he wasn't gone for weeks at a time, so we were really blessed that way yeah that would yeah. be very difficult on a marriage yes. I would think. yeah there, there are plenty of musicians out there who are gone constantly and uh i don't recommend that so. no well it just opens you up to all kinds of temptations and yeah disagreements and misunderstandings yeah, and all that sure. kind of stuff yeah for sure yeah. well i think a wife too at home would think especially if her husband's a on-stage musician well-known uh you know, girls throwing themselves at you, that kind of thing. <laughs> well, luckily, in my case, all the girls were at least 50 years old or older. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that helps. Yeah. By the time I joined Ricky's band, he had, he had been in the business for 20, 30 years. Okay. And uh, so all his, you know, crowds right. were <laughs> a little, little older. older. Yeah. yeah, a little older. No, but they'd come say, I got a granddaughter. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. If, you know, you'd have those, those ladies say, I'm going to take you home with me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. Now that'd be a little scary. Okay, so Rachel, you beautiful voice. Do you Thanks. play instruments too? No, sir. He plays them all. So okay. <laughs> I just okay. help carry them. All right. <laughs> so when did you guys start singing together or, or playing together? Well, we did quite a bit um, with my family, Ricky and the Whites. We would do Skaggs Family Christmas shows, and we did those for 13 years together. So every December, we would travel with Ricky's band. And we would play music together. So that's kind of how we started doing some things together. But really, when we started going to uh, our church where we're in now, we would come home and just be singing songs we'd sung in church that day. And he'd get the guitar out, and we'd start working up stuff. And so it just kind of evolved from there. Oh, wow. How cool. So are you all touring right now? We have uh, several churches throughout the year that we'll we'll visit. you know, maybe about once, once or twice a month, that we'll we'll, we'll go do uh, a meeting somewhere and uh-huh. uh, or special events. Uh, Rachel mentioned the Skaggs Family Christmas um, back in 2015. We um, ended that, and so we kind of carried the torch on, and, and we're doing it ourselves. So at Christmas time, we'll be going a lot more with the Christmas shows. Hey Amen. That's great. That's yes, exciting. Sir. Well, I love the fact that you sing hymns, and I love the fact that your music is very easy to listen to. Uh, you can pick up all the words, and uh, 
That's good for a guy like me. Okay. So, anyway, we're going. We're talking to Andy and Rachel Leftwich, and so we have one more segment. Don't go away. We'll we'll be right back after the break. When you hear this, this is American Family News. You know what follows is the truth. Your news from a Christian perspective. Hundreds of teachers are going to have to walk into that school building and they are forced to swallow political ideology that in many cases violates their very faith and conscience. If you miss it at the top of the hour, American Family News podcasts are available at AFN.net and sign up for our daily news brief at AFN.net. They should face some sort of consequences. At the very least, what you put on there should be true. And if it's not true, then it should be actionable. Major social media outlets are finding ways to block the conservative evangelical viewpoint. The American Family Association will no longer be canceled. Announcing AFA Streaming, our own video streaming platform, which will allow access to all AFA video content. AFA Streaming is now available. Learn more at AFA.net. Back in 07, my father passed away. My mother had passed away seven years earlier, and they left me a small inheritance, and I wanted to give back to AFA for all they have done for me. Carol talks about her experience with the AFA Foundation. I am an avid listener to AFR, 12 hours a day, and I hear Dan Celia talking about the charitable gift annuity. I liked what the uh, gift annuity offered, donated a certain amount, and from that, I get a check every month, which is retirement income for me. If you'd like to support the work of the AFA and receive a fixed income for life, a charitable gift annuity from the AFA Foundation may just be what you're looking for. Learn more by contacting the Foundation at 800-326-4543, extension 345. Hi, and welcome back to the broadcast. Pastor Jeff Shreve here, pastor at First Baptist Church in Texarkana, Texas, and the founder of From His Heart Ministries, heard every weeknight on American Family Radio at 6 p.m. Central Time. We're talking to Andy and Rachel Lefwich. Andy is a four-time Grammy Award winner on the fiddle. He plays the fiddle, the guitar, and the mandolin, and Rachel has a beautiful voice. They have two new CDs out. One is Instrumental Hymns with Andy Lefwich, and the other is called In Christ Alone, Andy and Rachel Lefwich, and Rachel sings uh, a number of songs, 13 great songs that are easy to listen to and easy to sing along with, and they will be a blessing to your soul. And I asked Andy at the break if he would play something for us, uh, something from one of his CDs that would uh, encourage our hearts and help us to grow stronger in the Lord. Amen, brother. Well, uh, can we do the title cut of the new CD, the In Christ Alone, for That'd you? That'd be great. Yes, sir. I'd love to hear Rachel sing this song. I, uh, we gotten to know Keith Keith, and Kristen Getty over the last few years. and They came to our church over Christmas. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So a lot of what we do is uh, inspired by those guys, and uh, I've, you know, played on their, their records. And okay. Now, they're... they're Violin, fiddle player, I don't know what you call them. Mm-hmm. Um, they have one of each, I think. They, yeah, <laughs> they, they do. Okay, she was clog dancing while she was playing. Yep. I'd never seen anybody She's do that amazing. before. Deborah and Maggie, are they blow my mind. I can't even chew gum and walk at the same time, and they're sitting there <laughs> Irish dancing and playing the fiddle at the same time. I've, I got a chance to, I was blown away. You know, to fill in with them a couple uh, Christmases ago, and it just... 
I'm not going to be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we love Keith and Kristen. They're they're good friends, and so. Um, you know, I asked Keith about this song, and I said, "What what was the inspiration behind In Christ Alone?" And he said, uh, "He said, well, I just wanted to write the the whole Bible in four verses." <laughs> and uh, I said, "Well, you did." And, yeah, uh, it's a great song and it great really truth, is. and and um, you know, it's become our anthem. And Amen. So, That's yeah. great. Well, let's yes, hear it. Calls me home 
Beautiful. Thank you so much for doing that. You know, my favorite line in that song, no guilt in life, no fear in death. Amen. This is the power of Christ in me. That's yeah. my favorite, too. Is it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's yeah. just, I mean, that's the, the blessings of being a Christian that God just bestows upon us, that yes. we don't have to live in guilt Amen. and in shame. There's yes. no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. And then we know that when death comes, that's our greatest promotion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's exactly right. I saw I saw a clip on Twitter. It was a little meme from uh, uh, Charles Spurgeon. It said, "You know, the the last uh, the, the best five minutes of your life are the last five minutes of your life because then wow. you're going to go to heaven." Right. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. you know, as people get older, you guys are young, but as people get older, that can be a difficulty for them. And uh, I did a funeral for a guy uh, just last weekend. And he was in his 90s, and he started to wonder if, if maybe God had, you know, kind of put him on the shelf. His body was failing, and his mind wasn't as sharp as it was. And so, you know, he had been real active for the Lord, and then he couldn't do. And, and he was a musician, and so he used to go to the hospitals and play. Did it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. He'd just go and play for hours for the people. Um, but I remember going to his house, his daughter said, will you go talk to him because it's, daddy's thinking he's not a, a Christian because he feels away from the Lord. And uh, so I just encouraged his heart, but he was so ready to go, Yeah. you know. And uh, Yeah. Death is the mercy of God. Uh, you know, it, uh, it's something I, I just came across the other day in my Bible reading. It was, you know, Genesis, uh, I think it's 327, where, you know, the Lord you know, blocks them from the tree of life because right. he knew if they ate of that tree right. in the same condition they were in, they would have lived forever and no hope. And so right. uh, when that hour comes, uh, you know, it's the mercy of God. Right. And, uh, so. Adrian Rogers used to say this. He said, if no sh- true Christian should ever be afraid to die, yeah. but he's known Christians who've been ashamed to die. Because, you know, and the Bible says, uh, abide in him so that when he appears, right. we may have confidence and not shrink back in shame yeah. at his coming. And so uh, that's a, a challenge to all of our hearts. Hey, we need to, to walk with the Lord every single day. Nobody does it perfectly, but we yeah. need to do it genuinely yes. and, and be true in our relationship. He's faithful and true to us. Mm-hmm. And when we are faithless, he remains faithful for he cannot deny himself. Amen. Okay, yes. so Andy, let me ask you this question. I asked Doyle this uh, when he was on just a few days ago. How much do you practice? When, when mm. you hit a point yeah. where you're so proficient at an instrument, does it still require lots of practice? Oh, sure. Yeah, I can definitely tell if, if, if I don't spend the time. It, 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 if you don't use it, you'll lose it. And so there's... Um, uh, although my practicing now is sort of comes in spurts, you know, where I'll spend several hours at a time practicing something and then i may not get a chance to practice it for a few days mm-hmm. um but when you're a kid you know you're playing five six seven hours a day and wow. um so uh, as an adult you know you you get you get busy doing it for a living and um but if there's something that's coming up on the schedule that that i want to be prepared for then i'll definitely you know, spend a few hours a day trying to trying to prepare for that. And um, now, is everything by ear, or do you play with music? I mo- yes, sir. Uh, but I, I can read a little bit, but not enough to hurt my playing. <laughs> 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 everything mostly is by ear for me. I uh, I can hear it a lot quicker than I can actually look at it and pick it out. So yeah. And yeah. you can keep all those songs in your head with mm-hmm. intricate fingering and all that. For the most part, yes, sir. It, uh, yeah. Are, are you thinking about it while you're playing it, or are you just mm-hmm. letting it kind of? 
Yeah, you know, what's great about bluegrass music is the improvisation part of it, is that, you know, you're inspired on the moment, you're inspired by the musicians you're playing with, you're inspired by the, the reaction of the audience. And so uh, all of the solos that I would play in Ricky's band would be improvised. And, oh, wow. uh, you know, for the most part, it would stay around a certain structure. But, you know, Ricky might play something that would inspire me to go for something. And I might play something that would inspire him to go for something. And, and there was plenty of nights where, you know, we were like, wow, you know, I loved what you played on this particular song. I never heard you do that before. And yeah. And um, and so now is that is that something that you can repeat if you just do it on the fly? Do you even remember what you did? I yes, uh, but there was I'd always record our shows because okay. if there was anything that happened, I would go back and reference uh, re- reference that. So okay, now if you listen, you hear somebody play, and you hear, can you just then turn around and play that? For the most part, yes, sir. I, I try, and that's uh, that's something I've always wanted to be able to do, and and uh, uh, you know, being able to to hear something and just turn around and play it. Yeah, so. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Now that's on guitar, vi- uh, fiddle, and mandolin. You can do that. Yes, sir. Yeah. So and, uh, now when when I play with that's Doyle, a gift. when I play with Doyle, it, it's a little different. I'm like. <laughs> Okay, I don't know what you're doing there, but I really love it. <laughs> well, with him and the thumb, I mean, it seems like that puts him in a different... Yes, absolutely. I'm a flat picker. I, I can't really do the thumb three-finger style like Dole does. And um, so, yeah, he, he's amazing. Amen. Well, we've been talking to Andy and Rachel Leftwich this morning. I appreciate you guys so much for coming in. They drove an hour to be here this morning. This is a live broadcast, and I encourage you to check out their music on all different platforms go to their website andyleftwich.com yes, sir. is that right mm-hmm. and uh and see about getting them to come to your church and to bless your congregation i know that they would love to come they have a deep walk with the lord and uh very very talented so guys thanks so much for being here today Thank you, brother Jeff. sure appreciate you having us all right god bless you go out and shine and share for christ The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.